Any tips on how to confront a practice manager who is emotionally manipulative Ooh. and emotionally blackmails me into agreeing to do things that aren't good for me? I'm going to take a wild stab here yeah. that this sort of thing might be, we have a gap on the rota or the schedule that needs covering. And if you don't do it, then the animals, you know, the animals will suffer or you know, our team are going to burn out. I need you to do it. But this person's already... I would guess, working as much as they would like to work at present. Right. I was so glad this question came up because emotional blackmail is a really, really important area that you need to be able to deal with. Now, we've all seen the films, haven't we, where someone's being blackmailed and so on, and they don't go to the police, do they? Because that's why you have the film, because they didn't go to the police and it all turns into some awful thing. And if only they'd gone to the police at the beginning, it all would have been fine. Actually, it's exactly the same situation here. The only reason the emotional blackmail works is because you are allowing it to work. That's why it's working. I did see a really horrendous case of emotional blackmail when I was a a child and it was like, it was just awful to see the impact on that person of that emotional blackmail. But it's because they allow it to happen. So you have to, first of all, recognise it. So that's good. And then you just have to deal with it and say, well, thank you for bringing that to my attention. Unfortunately, as I mentioned before, I have arrangements, um, so I'm not able to help you today. Just say no, because it is blackmail. Well, now I'm just going to quote from um, a woman called Suzette Hayden Elgin, wrote a really, really super book, um, which I had. I must have lent it to someone. I never got it back, but... She talks about a lot of this. It's called the last word in the um, fine art of verbal self-defense or something like that. And she gives a great example of this emotional blackmail. If you really loved me, you would have done the washing up. (laughs) And the correct answer is, when did you start thinking I didn't love you? (laughs) Not the answer that you would immediately think of, is it? Mm. It's about going to the heart of what's going on and just being really clear and drawing clear boundaries. If this person does it to everyone else, you probably all need to get together and agree how you are going to deal with that situation. If they're just doing it to you, then you've just got to be really clear, draw your boundaries and say what is acceptable and what isn't and then you've absolutely got to stick to it absolutely got to stick to it now the trouble is some people become vets because they like helping animals or they like helping people and actually we all like to be liked in the main and we all like to be asked for help I mean when Dave asked me to come on this I'm like oh yeah great first of all it's going to be tremendous fun but also I like helping Dave it's great really He doesn't actually need to say to me, oh, Nancy, you know, these vets are all going to die if you don't come and do this workshop. (laughs) And it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it, when we say it like that? And if he did say that, I would think, oh, God, that's that's a bit surprising. (laughs) But you've got to recognise this, which it sounds like you have, and you've just got to put a stop to it straight away and say, no, sorry, can't do that. If you want me to do things like that, here's what you need to do. You know, ask me a week before, schedule it in, 
and then I'll be very happy to do it. But get together with the others because it's probably they're using the same behaviour with everyone else. See, people do this. It's back to the bullying because it's kind of it's very close to bullying. The difference between emotional blackmail and bullying is that bullying is usually honest. It's unpleasant, but it's straightforward. Emotional blackmail is not straightforward. In fact, really good people who do this, you don't even know they're doing it. It's too late. (laughs) So they're not actually that good at it if you've recognized it. It's another form of, is the child in them as well? Because they don't know a better way to do things. I remember years ago doing this to my dad and I felt so guilty afterwards. I was a student and my dad had come up to help me move my stuff. And just as he was leaving, he said, are you all right for money? Now, you remember I said my dad hates banks. So I said to my dad, and I still feel really bad about this. I said, oh, no, I'm fine, Dad. I, I, I'm just going to arrange an overdraft at the bank. Knowing the minute he heard that word, and of course, I'd hardly said it, and his checkbook was out, and he wrote me a check. Now, the stupid thing is, all I had to say to my dad was, Dad, you know, could you lend me 50 quid? And he would have just said, have it. And I still feel really ashamed of that. I've never done it since. It was totally unnecessary because my dad is like so honest, so straightforward and such a nice, kind, generous guy. Why did I need to do that? But, you know, we do these things. But yeah, to try not to do it yourself. I think that's another message for everyone here. Really try to be straightforward and open. It's much better. 